0: I think the perfect heaven would be almost like Earth. Mm-hmm. Because if you're in heaven and it's like clouds and stuff, you're going to probably miss Earth. Yeah, like Golden Castle is probably going to have like heat stroke in the summer.
1: Welcome to your eulogy. Um, in this episode, I interview my little cousin, MJ. It's the first of a three-part series where I interview um, two of my cousins um, and my uncle, Um two of my little cousins, MJ being the first. MJ's interview was really great. I knew it was going to be really great because she is one of my favorite people. Um, And she uh, talks about um, death uh, in a unique way, um, which is the point of interviewing people (laughs) to hear different perspectives. But anyway, uh, without further ado, here's the theme.
2: aren't that great for children. (laughs) Okay, how about this? I'm going to go out on a limb and say that there's nothing wrong with grave robbing. Unless the dead body is alive, of course. But then it'd be alive, and that's another problem. (laughs) Okay, and welcome to Your Eulogy, a podcast where I interview people about their lives so that they can talk about their deaths. My interviewee today is a special one because it is my uh, younger cousin, MJ. Uh, MJ is uh, how old are you? Eleven years old. Eleven years old. Um, and uh, what grade does that translate to? Um, sixth grade. Sixth grade. Okay. So for some reason, when adults talk to kids, we always go. We always ask how old you are, as if that. Let's us know a lot about you. Um <laughs> how would you like to describe yourself? Um
0: I'd say um helpful, um pretty crazy. Uh, uh my parents say creative, but
2: uh what are some of the, some cool things that you like to do with that creativity?
0: I like to build and draw, so I've built um, a treehouse, tables, um, chairs, shelves. Um, I made a, a fake castle out of cardboard that you could walk into for my little brother's birthday. Um, yeah.
2: That's pretty cool. What do you like most about having a little brother?
0: Um, it's just fun. It's it's nice just knowing. Well, I mean, it's just nice having one. It's
2: well, that's good because you have two. Two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what do you like about having older siblings? In which you have two. Um. So you're right in the middle, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm middle child. Um. Well, it's 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 kind of weird because they when they get older they talk. Like, they're better, but they're still nice. It's fun.
2: Yeah, they talk like they're better, like they're smarter and they know everything. Yes. Yeah. Yesterday, I was I wrote down in my notebook, um, the way that you get knowledge is you, at one point, you think, oh, there's so much to learn. And then, after that, it's, oh, there's so much I've forgotten. There's <laughs> <laughs> something... Does that make sense? Yes. It's like, oh, there's so there's so much I want to learn, and then you learn a lot of it, and then you start forgetting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. So I explained. How did I explain this podcast to you?
0: Um. You said that we were just gonna talk about death.
2: That's right. Um. Yeah, and I, I guess I was I was curious how, uh, your parents talked to you about death. And how other kids talk about it, if you talk about it at all, Um, because your family um, has had a couple deaths, um, some pretty sad ones out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, How did, and I'm sorry, but I forgot, uh, your grandpa died first? No, so So Tom died first? So I was
0: born, and then a couple weeks later, my uncle Tom died, and then- Um, A couple months after that, my grandpa died. Okay. Out of nowhere.
2: Uh, How do your um, parents, how have they talked to you about, um, how do they explain that, or do you think they explain it, or do they just tell you what happens?
0: Well, I mean, we talk about, like, um, when you have little brothers, I mean, they ask a lot of questions. Um, So we at the dinner table... Um, we get, Thomas asks a lot of questions about the death and what happened. And so then my dad like says how he felt and all that, but, and we look at pictures and we talk about it.
2: Mhm. Yeah. What What's your understanding? Um, how, how do you, how do you feel about all of that? Do you feel you understand? Because some people have very clear ideas of what life is, what death is, what heaven is. What heaven isn't?
0: Well, I mean, you can't know what heaven is because no one really knows. But it's weird because if you think about it, you don't know what's going to happen.
2: Mm hmm. So, so yeah. because um, uh, Tom and your grandpa died so quickly, um, have you thought about your own death?
0: Well, I mean, in a way, I mean, I, I sometimes think like I, I wonder what's gonna happen and how stuff is gonna happen. But again, like as you said, it doesn't like. It doesn't feel like it's gonna happen soon.
2: Mm. Do you have any guesses? No. What about ghosts? Do you believe in ghosts?
0: Not. Technically I believe in spirits almost so different than ghosts, not haunting.
2: Okay. That's I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Because ghosts are like spirits that are mean. Yeah. Yeah. Do you imagine that you have a person um and they have like a soul, like something within them, and then the body stops working and then that soul escapes, and that's
0: kind of. I think, like, because you know how when you're thinking to yourself, no one else can hear it? I feel like it's kind of like that, like your conscience.
2: Okay. I think that's a beautiful way of thinking about it, is death seems really scary because, like, what happens when I'm not, no longer alive? Um, but, I mean, what happened before you were born? Yeah. Right? I don't remember it being bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thomas always says that he remembers heaven and that, like, he met, like, Uncle Tom and Grandpa Tom before he came down. Yeah. That's what he says.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to make fun of it and say that's not what happened. Um, No one knows. Yeah, Tom, Tom, Thomas is the bridge. He, uh, he's got Tom's name.
0: Yeah. (laughs) it's
2: cool. What does, um how how does your dad talk about um his dad and brother
0: he, he we mostly tell stories like how like how my dad would describe him and how my mom would describe him and mm-hmm. like just like my grandma tells stories about it too not as much though i think it's hard for her but my dad just like We tell stories of their childhood, and, like, my dad says, like, when my mom met his parents and how, like, she loved Tom as a brother. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Does it feel like he's someone that you've met that just doesn't live in Minnesota anymore, or does he feel like a different kind of person because of how you've heard stories and, you know, gotten to know him in this indirect way?
0: I mean, it it does feel kind of both ways.
2: Well, what about your classmates? Does anybody have any um, any theories or ideas of ghosts, or um, or do they like pray to their um, dead family members to like talk to them? Um, do you do that? Do you ever um, pray to see if your grandpa can like check in on things?
0: I. I I don't really. I play more for someone, like for Grandpa Tom or for Uncle Tom. Mm. Uh, I don't know about my classmates' perspectives, though. I
2: just wanted to check. Do you have any thoughts or anything extra you wanted to add about um, the big scary death thing? It kind of seems like because it's such a big and weird thing, it's hard to think about yeah
0: and by the time i'm like 60 they might have found a cure to death (laughs) (laughs) yeah hopefully they'll find a cure to cancer first but
2: well i think that would count but then you'd be stuck when you're 60 living forever (laughs) yeah (laughs) What, what would you think the best and worst thing about living forever would be
0: I think the worst thing, if you were the only one able to live forever, forever, it would not be good, or it wouldn't be nice or fun, because you'd see everyone you knew die, and then you'd be left alone.
2: Yeah. Do you like being alone, or do you like um, having a bunch of people around?
0: I like, I mean, I'm not one for big crowds, but I do like having family around. I like having a big family.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm a middle child like you, and I feel the same. I, I like having people around, but at the same time, I don't really like having to like talk to everyone.
0: Yeah, I, I'm very bad at names, so it makes it worse. What was it like?
2: Because you went into the hospital just yeah. two years ago.
0: Well, technically, I've been in the hospital. I've had a couple of um, operations this year, actually.
2: Yeah? yeah. What was that like? What, what were they for? Was it your stomach thing?
0: Yeah, so um a few years ago I had my eye thing and then for a year my stomach was hurting and it was really painful and then um so I we went in and none of the doctors could find out what it was. And it'd go on for like 20 minutes and it'd stop and I'd be really pale and stuff. Mm. Um and so so that went on for about a year and a half. And then uh, we went and we did a whole bunch of tests. And then my mom thought maybe my appendix had burst. It, it wasn't that. So we went to the ER for no reason.
2: But Well, the reason was to make sure you weren't dying. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, w- w- did you want th- that it yeah. that was your appendix? If
0: it had been my appendix, then it would have been over. But that it wasn't. Yeah. So we had more, like, three like three more months. And then we went to a... Uh, doctor who did like this weird like x-ray and then they said that maybe I should go in and have a scope and I had a scope and it turned out I had like a weird um, infection all through my stomach.
2: Oh no. Yeah. Were you ever scared um, about or were you just uncomfortable?
0: It was very uncomfortable waiting around and it wasn't fun being in pain but...
2: Did you ever think hey, if this keeps getting worse, I might die?
0: Uh, Not really, because it didn't feel that bad. I never had a fever. never had anything like that. And the doctors never thought I was in danger. So, yeah, never really bother- bothered me.
2: Maybe they were just good doctors, and they didn't <laughs> want to scare you. Oh, yeah, Do you maybe. think your mom was really scared? Like, she thought you were going to die?
0: Um... I know my mom was worried.
2: I guess I guess what I should... But s- the question I'm actually asking is... Because, you know, your mom and dad are always, you know, worried and want to make sure that you're okay. Could you... Did you notice anything different about them in regard to you being sick?
0: Um, well, it was... The weirdest thing was I never really get sick. And so then when I had this, then that probably worried them more. But... Uh I mean they were a little more protective whenever I got hurt afterwards? Well, like whenever I got sick, a little, like had a stomach ache or something because they were worried, but not not bad. I mean my parents mm-hmm. are not that <laughs> crazy.
2: <laughs> huh. Yeah, I mean they're they're smart, strong people, so maybe they just trusted medicine and didn't overreact. Mm-hmm. Cuz if they
0: overreact, then it would make it worse.
2: Yeah. I'll, I'll ask your dad about that. I wonder, maybe maybe he'll be like, oh no, we were terrified. <laughs> yeah. We just couldn't be scared because then she'd get scared and then she'd get sicker. <laughs> hey, remember when I saved your life? Yeah. Oh, you do. I don't think I actually saved your life. So yeah, uh, yeah, you were yeah, choking, you but I don't think it was a full choke. I think it was just kind of stuck in your throat.
0: I had, I had like a candy, hard candy. I was eating a bag and I started walking up the stairs and I tripped and it got stuck.
2: Oh, so you think I I do get credit for saving your life? Yeah. All right.
0: That's what my parents think too.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I was wondering why they're so nice to me. <laughs> um, yeah, I had to do that to someone else a couple years ago. Really? Yeah. It was real uh, intense and scary because this one it's stuck in his throat for a longer period of time.
0: Um. Um. I mean, I'm I'm kind of worrisome. I worry a lot about my brothers but I always like think up ways stuff could happen Mm -hmm. and that's probably not very good for me but I do um and so I think about it but and I'm always like expecting something bad to go wrong like oh this is not gonna end well but nothing has so (laughs) yeah
2: do you do you ever think I think it's possible for you to worry a lot but also not be able to comprehend that like Seamus could die do you understand what I'm saying well I I mean
0: I do like think like oh if like sometimes like if they're gone too long or like I can't find them my Mm -hmm. mind thinks up and it's like oh this could actually happen and like it could happen or it could be done yeah but
2: yeah maybe and then that day when they come home and they haven't been hit by a car, do you give them a hug and you say, hey "God, you're still alive?" <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. I th- I think of of stuff like that every once in a while.
0: Yeah, like we were um so we were at a swimming practice on a Thursday night and my mom and Thomas and Patty, my younger brothers, were home. And my dad had to stay late for our swim practice. So it was just me, Seamus, and Finn. And we came home. My mom wasn't there. And so, like, we were a little worried. And we found a note, and it said, taking Thomas to the ER. Mm. Um, And there was blood in the bathtub. But it turned out that he had fell out of the bathtub and hit his chin. And he'd split it open. Mm. And so, then my mind, like, was working overdue. Because she didn't tell us why.
2: Yeah. And there's blood all over?
0: Yeah. Oh. (laughs) But it wasn't too bad. When we got home, then he was like, hey, can I have cookies? And my mom's like, no, you can't chew. Sorry.
2: Uh Oh, poor guy. Yeah. What do you think um, heaven is like?
0: I don't know. I mean, people always say, like, there's a big gate, and behind is all, like, castles of gold and clouds.
2: Whoa. Have people said that?
0: Like, in, Bi- in the Bible and stuff, they show pictures, and, like, in church, they show pictures. Yeah, it's, that
2: is the picture, isn't
0: it? It's like, well, I feel like that doesn't feel totally perfect. Perfect feels more like happy, and having everything isn't totally happy,
2: so. That's true.
0: I think the perfect heaven would be almost like earth. Mm -hmm. Because if you're in heaven and it's like clouds and stuff, you're going to probably miss Earth.
2: Yeah, it sounds a little boring. Yeah. Even if the castle is made of gold.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like Golden Castle is probably going to have like heat stroke in the summer.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that sounds rough. So it would be like Earth. Or do you think it would be... Because some people, and myself included, think that it's going to be so different that we won't even be able to understand because right now we're stuck in like human brains Mm -hmm. um and so like picturing what's afterward would just be so crazily different you wouldn't be able to imagine it
0: and there's like many culturals who think of like afterlife kind of like heaven but like um like where like it's like, you become a skeleton, but, like, you can still walk and talk, and, like, you can see your relatives and ancestors, but if you're forgotten, you're gone. Kinda oh, you're Like talking a, about a the, second
2: death, almost? See, a Mexican... Yeah. Um, like, I don't know, Mexican Day Christian tradition. Day of the Dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, that's one way people think of it. I've heard some other people think, like, that we become stars. Almost. Oh, yeah? Almost. I've heard some of my friends say that.
2: That's cool. Yeah. What What do you want? Which one sounds best to you? Earth. <laughs> yeah. What's one thing you won't miss about being alive?
0: Pain, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, I stabbed my finger. Or, oh my goodness, there's a nail stuck in my knee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone will be sad to lose that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty obvious answer, but I think it's the truest we're going to take a break and I'm going to have you write just like a paragraph or two of your eulogy where you get to say like, I am you know, <laughs> bye <bye-bye> bye world, <laughs> you know, be nice to my mom or whatever you want. <laughs> um, what are your initial thoughts on that? MJ is making, what, what do you call this emoji? Shrug. The shrug, shrug? you're like, I don't know. Cool. Well, n- neither do I. Um, yeah. Well, we'll take a l- little break and we'll be back in well for you, you will be back in about 10 seconds. Welcome back to your eulogy and now up we have MJ's incredibly she she Read me this eulogy, and it's it's really beautiful. It's really long. It's really insightful. Yep, it's
0: like ten pages.
2: Yeah, it's really good. And it
0: took me like two hours to write.
2: Yeah. Okay. And so with all that hype, um, uh, let's let's just go for it. MJ. Um. Uh.
0: I have no thoughts on this. I really don't know. I mean, I don't remember most of my life. I remember like five, six years of it and glimpses. So can't remember everything. <laughs> yeah.
2: Perfect. Well, um, you are one of my favorite cousins. Um, and I'd say you were my favorite cousin, but then I'll get yelled at by other cousins.
0: Yeah. So I'm forty two, so
2: Yeah, forty two probably become cousins. a fist fight. <laughs> yeah, and that that would be eighty four fists it would be a huge fight which I don't want to get into but MJ I, I hope you don't die um, and luckily you probably will die after me so it'll be great it'll be it's as if you're immortal to me yeah <laughs> um, but thank you for coming and talking to me about and on this podcast
0: yeah thank you for inviting me
2: mm-hmm
1: thank you for listening to your eulogy Um, my name is matthew Schneeman. i produced and recorded the music for this episode thank you to mj um for being in it and thank you for listening